This is Steve Wozniak, co-founder of Apple Computer. Welcome to the Boot and Reboot podcast with Sean Montgomery and William Sellers. This podcast is sponsored by the Louisiana Technology Park, home to Louisiana entrepreneurs. And welcome to the Boot and Reboot Podcast for February 27th, 2008. This is podcast number 61. I am one of your hosts, William Sellers, also known as Reboot. I am Sean Montgomery, also known as Boot. And uh, so we, we, were, we missed, I guess we were out last week just because we're tired. I don't know what it is, man. It's, something, it's like springtime needs to come. I don't know, man. Uh, you know, I was gung-ho on it when we were leaving work, and then I got home, and I'm like, podcast. <laughs> Who wants to do a podcast? Come on, man. But I'm, You're in. I'm, oh, I'm I'm in. I'm definitely wanting to do I got to do something. Well, uh, I have bad news. What's uh, that? Apple hadn't emailed me back yet about my RSVP. Uh, oh, this is, this is too bad. <laughs> I thought they'd at least email me back and say you weren't invited. Well, why would you think that? What, that they would email me back? Well, I mean, give them time, man. Come on, I need to know, I need to know if so, I need to make plane reservations. So, uh, the announcement that Sean is wanting to hopefully go to, which will never happen, is, uh, is the iPhone... Software developers kit release that'll be coming out March six, and I'm really, really hoping that one of the things they're going to be announcing is better support for Microsoft Exchange email system, which, in the little blurb that came from Apple today, it they mentioned about. Uh, what is it they actually call it? More enterprise features. And uh, I've been looking around on the message boards and the rumor boards, and uh, it all, a lot of people are saying that, yeah, it does look like it will be um, some type of better, tighter exchange support or wireless syncing. So, well, I think you're reading a lot into enterprise support. Well, what other enterprise features would there be? Um, well, I don't know, like a like a word, like an Office type application, maybe for it. No, mm, I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, well, either way, I'll be glad when it comes out because I do like um, third-party applications. You actually have a few apps that I really want now, but I'm not going to jailbreak my phone. Just because it's so close. Um, one of them is a piano that uh, actually is a little small, whole scale piano, and you actually can play. It's polymorphic, so you can play multiple keys at the same time. 
which is pretty cool. How how is it a scale? How how how? It can't be to scale. No, it's it's one it's one it's one octave. It's a scale of one octave. Oh, I got you. So it's not you know it's like whatever sixteen keys mm-hmm. or whatever. So that's coming out. Well, that's out now. And if you go to YouTube, you can see the videos. It's actually pretty cool. What's really cool also is they have a guitar, an acoustic guitar, that is you can actually play. And what you do is you put the, you fret the strings on the, uh, on the screen, and then you strum, as it were, closer to one of the sides, or top or bottom of the, of the iPhone. And in looking at the um, the videos, it really looks like it's pretty cool. So we'll see what happens. But I, I'm I'm I, I will enjoy when they come out with third-party apps. I've actually started using more and more web apps, and there's more and more good web apps that are out now that I've been using, and it's it's gonna be nice when the third-party. I think apps it's just out. pretty funny that you uh you live on your iPhone totally different than you live on your desktop. Your anti-icon on your desktop. Well, well. But on your iPhone, you've got pages of them. Um, yeah. Well, I have I have two pages, but I mean I don't know. It's just it's it's a different thing. (laughs) I have uh, all sorts. of Are you gonna be mad if they uh, if they say, uh, okay, you you can come. Oh, you're not going to go. Well, I mean, just for those of you listening out there, um, I RSVP'd to an event I wasn't invited to. (laughs) And I'm waiting to see what they say. I told them, yep, I'm coming. I'll be there. Okay. They're going to think I'm nuts. I I figured I'd get at least a courtesy denial. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway... um, so yeah, we'll see what happens with with the uh, with the um, with with the, uh, the third party apps. Now, in other news, uh, new MacBooks and MacBook Pros were released a few days ago, and one of the things that one of the features that is in the new um, hardware is multi-touch trackpad. And, you know, yeah, okay, big deal. You know, multi-touch trackpad. They, they boast about how they have the same chip that's in the, the um, that's in the, um, iPhone is in the new MacBooks where you can pinch and, uh, you know, and, and expand a photo or text or what? Oh, not text, but a photo well, or whatnot. Well, the well, the funny thing is, is now I, I actually have found that without any of this new fancy dancy Leopard or Intel processor, my little small iBook Power PC does the same thing right now. It's multi-touch, and the reason I found this is there's actually were Google. You, were you, were you Google, pinching it? Google, Google. You were pinching it. Uh, Google Maps actually 
uh, you can pinch and shrink on Google Maps with just the trackpad that's on the um, on the iBook, the Power PC. You know, older, even not running Leopard. I'm running Tiger. Works just like a chain. Well, so. the thing I saw said that really the new MacBook Pros were not very different than the old MacBook Pros. Well, there's better processors. Um, I think bigger hard drives for you know the same price. But so. really, the guts of it is nothing new. Well, no, it's nothing new. It's just a bump in processor yeah. speed and a bump in. Uh, but you got to remember, they just came out with new MacBooks not too too long ago. So, uh, you know, you get a bump in processor speed. I think a bump in hard disk space for you know no no you know no um, no uh, you know no discernible cost. Now the 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 one laptop that I actually had a chance to play with uh, this past I guess weekend or weekend for last was the MacBook Air. And I have to say, although I don't think I would buy one for myself, um, they're pretty cool. Pretty cool laptop. Uh, Best Buy, over on Blue Bonnet. Yeah, good little. It was a good little crowd of people in the Mac section when I went by there last weekend. Yeah, it's it's a strange I, thing that, that I, I looked for you. Yeah, I didn't see you over there. No, it's a strange thing the air because when you first you know when I when I first got my hands on it and walked up to it and started kind of looking at it and picked it up, it's really kind of crazy because when you pick it up. It doesn't. Your your head does not re, kind of feel that you're holding a laptop because it's so thin, it's so light, and it's so small. When you pick it up, you're kind of like going, "Oh, what is this?" You know, it's 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 really interesting that when you pick it up, something that thin, that you can go, "Wait a minute, there's a computer in here." Okay, and it may, you may not you mean me telling someone this. You know, they may go, "Oh, well, you know, what are you talking about?" It, it really is kind of a you know, uh, playing with your head because when you pick it up, you're like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute! This is this is not just a piece of plastic, and it actually feels heavy. It feels good enough to where it's not like it's light, and the aluminum does not flex. I actually tried to bend it, and uh, the aluminum doesn't bend or flex, so it's it's looks like it's put together pretty sturdy. I, I don't think I would buy one for myself uh, because I think they're underpowered. Um, you know, no optical drive. There's several limitations of the laptop. However, it's really not meant for a power user. It's meant for a mobile, someone who is always on the go or doesn't want to necessarily carry, you know, who's really conscious of, of weight, you know, if they're traveling a lot. So I don't. I wouldn't have one. I don't think I would buy one uh, for my primary computer, but it is very light. And it's really weird when you put your hands around it, you start playing with it, and opening and closing the lid, and you're like, there's a computer underneath here. Well, I do need to check one out. I'd like to see one. Yeah, it's it's like I said, it's it's really weird when you first get when you first play with them. You're like, man, you know, what is this? So, but I wouldn't buy one for myself. I just, you know, if it was if I didn't have a computer, you know, or or, or you know, I don't. I think there's other choices out there that are better for the type of person I am, but. Anyway. <laughs> what type of person are you? You know, I mean, I want more performance. Yeah, you know, no, no, I want more performance out of the laptop. I don't really, not necessarily concerned about weight at all. But you know, mm-hmm. I'm with you. Anyway, 
So, what else has happened in the news today? So, Apple events, things going on with Apple. HD DVD is near death. It's not near death, it's dead. Toshiba, um, yeah, of course everyone knows, Toshiba has dropped manufacturing and whatnot of the hard drives. Microsoft is not producing any new HD DVD um, bundles for See, the that's, Xbox. That's, so that's what pulled. I was going to say, is, is how does, because Microsoft bought into Toshiba or, or, or helped them with, an, with capital in order to develop HD DVD. So I wondered if they might would somehow try to continue the the mantra and say we'll we'll just no, take it over. I, It'll be Microsoft's. No, it's you know after it, it was a company before Toshiba kind of threw in the hat on, on HDVD. Um, I forgot who it was, but basically they uh, you know when Toshiba said okay, well you know we, we've given up, we're not going to produce any more DVD. Then Netflix, you know, pulled out whatever remaining titles they had um, from rotation. So no more HD DVD on Netflix. And then, you know, I just, I, I really have not had really much exposure to either of them. I was going to buy a Microsoft yeah. um, HD DVD player from my Xbox. Yeah, I was going to do the same. And, they, and then yeah. they lowered prices on them. They knocked them down to 129 I, I was about to go buy one. Yeah. It's like they didn't even give that a but, chance. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, this, this, the price coming down really has – it's that's just them trying to, you know, last-ditch effort to make some money. When, when Toshiba I don't agree, I don't said, agree okay, with that. Well, I, I mean, okay, I they, lower, it, they, they lower the – I think it's an effort. They lower the, <laughs> I think it's an effort to try to last-ditch effort to get see if we can get a lot of, you know, get a significant jump in the number of units we have out there. Mm, yeah, well, I, I, you could say that, but I think they were, you know, they knew the end, the coffin was being nailed on the casket. You know, I don't think Microsoft lowering the price would do anything to the overall market on HD DVD versus Blu-ray. But I am glad that everything is kind of settled now. Now Blu-ray is the winner. And um, but, but weren't there more, actually more HD DVD players? Out there than there were Blu-ray. I don't know. I, I, I thought I, I remember know. reading that someplace because because D, because like a year and a half ago, Toshiba had lowered the price on them. I mean, you can buy an HD DVD player for 150 bucks now. Yeah. Now I don't know really. I you know I, I, which which one is technically better? I think Blu-ray is technically um, better. I think Blu-ray holds more. There's some there's some advantages and disadvantages to both. Blu-ray, I think, holds more capacity, and HDVD has different. I'm not sure what what the actual, you know, what the pros and cons of both were, but I'm glad the war's over, so to speak. Now, now my understanding um, that some early Blu-ray adopters are going to get kind of screwed when the because Blu-ray apparently it, the format is more conducive to being able to upgrade the format, like like upgrade the mm -hmm. firmware and the machines. So that you know, as they change right. the disc and make them better, your but your your old your players have to have the have to have an Ethernet connection, and right. so everybody's saying, well, the only one real Blu-ray players out there so far that have an Ethernet connection to allow for you to really upgrade these things is a PS3. 
Well, that's true. I mean, the PS3, I think that people are buying PS3s. And I know at least one person who bought a PS3 mainly because of the Blu-ray. I mean, you're getting a cheap Blu-ray player plus a gaming console. Now, I really think what's going to happen is within the, within the next six months, um, Sony is going to release a Blu-ray player that'll be this, you know, possibly the same form factor as a PlayStation, but just without the PlayStation. Uh, you know, I think I would buy that over buying a oh. PlayStation. I don't want to play a Sony PlayStation gaming oh. console, but if but if they why know, gave us? Cause I don't like I, I like my Xbox no, but I'm saying why would they do that? Maybe uh, why wouldn't they keep it to where it, the best overall Blu-ray player is a PS3? Because now that saves well, PS3 a little bit because we all know that it's not doing that well. Well, I, possibly. I mean, I don't like necessarily. I think the only way you have to control a DVD player is with a game controller. I guess you could get a third-party remote, you know, for it. But I don't know. I just, you know, I don't. It would be nice if they did. I, I don't think I would. I would be more opt to buy a Blu-ray player that was say a hundred dollars cheaper, and it was more like a more or less like a gaming console and more like a, you know standard DVD player than it would be to get a gaming console that did DVDs. Anyway. Well, I just I found know. an interesting article talking talking about this. And yes, HD DVD did have more of the player market share than Blu-ray. But mm-hmm. they they're saying that they're not in, they don't they didn't include PS3 sales in those numbers. Uh so okay. the people like our friend who bought one, bought a PS3 for the Blu-ray player, he didn't get counted as buying a Blu-ray player. He got counted as buying a game console. Well, no. Yeah, that's monkeying with... So I wonder what, so I wonder what the numbers I are, know, really. It didn't say here, but that's monkeying with the numbers a little bit. Yeah. Well, you know, like I said, it's, it's fine with me. You know, I, the prices aren't that different. Um... You know, Apple is definitely following Blu-ray. So, in you know, eventually the new laptops will all oh, be. Oh, all the yeah, all the Blu- PC, PC makers are following Blu-ray now because, like, it, even on a low-end desktop, I was configuring for my dad the other day. You know, it's an option for two hundred dollars to add a Blu-ray player inside of it. Now, it would be really nice, and one thing I will really, you know, would would love to have is a Blu-ray writer. Um. Because I think those capacitors, like what, 54 gig or 34 gig capacity? Now I'm sure the media would be very expensive, but well, it's like anything else. I mean, media for DVD writers was expensive when it first came out. You know. Yep. 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 But you know, I don't know. I think I'm glad. It's, you know, it's now I still, you know, I've been doing a lot of rental over iTunes and. Although I'm gonna buy a, I'm you know I definitely will buy a Blu-ray player eventually. Uh, I'm really interested in maybe purchasing an Apple TV, the new Apple TVs that are out now, because they're not, you do not have to have a computer on the back end to make it all work. Um, so basically you have you know the, the device that plugs in your computer television, and that device plugs into the internet. So you can go into iTunes, you know, basically using Front Row, and have podcasts, have you know whatever, and rent movies. Now, granted, 
it's the the, the um, Xbox 360 does the exact same. Oh yeah, thing. I get TV shows on that. A good, no, no, I shouldn't say a good bit, but I mean, from probably once or twice a month, I go get a TV show I missed that I didn't DVR from there. Right now, I will say that the iTunes Store does have more content than the three than the 360. The other thing I like about the uh, Apple TV is it does YouTube content, which I really like, and also it, it lets you connect to like Flickr and you know photo photo sites. So I think there's a lot of development that can be done on the Apple TV. You know, as so is with the Xbox 360. But um, I'm kind of waiting to see when the next Xbox 360 is going to come out. Uh, you know, I know the Elite came out not long ago. Like I guess what Christmas? No, earlier than that. When did the Elite come out? I don't know. I'm reading the differences between Blu-ray and HDVD. Yeah, but anyway, I, you know, I, I I do like I do like downloaded content. I mean, I like you know get it get it down when it. Oh yeah, want it. I think there's gonna be so many different avenues for that though. I mean, I mean even on demand now on with the cable box. My dad, my dad calls me the other day. Man, I like this on-demand stuff. I just go pick a movie and boom, it starts. Now, is it is it doing it HD? Because uh, I know because I know that the the thing that's going to be happening now is more and more on-demand stuff is going to HD. I mean, Apple TV, a lot of the content, uh, especially movies and, and and whatnot, and even uh, HD podcasts. Or actually in HD, you know, 720p, which is not bad. I don't know. um, I I don't know. I'd have to look at that if if any of that on-demand stuff is is HD. i got to assume it is. Some of them are, at least. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, even my dad, like, you know, he's like, oh, man, yeah, we flipped over and started watching. He goes, that's great. So, I mean, you know, that's one of those things where I still think cable might. If cable got their ducks in a row. Cable could rule the world because they already have – most houses already have the cable box. Put, yeah, put a sophisticated yeah, yeah. OS on there that lets you do all of the things an Apple TV will do and or an Xbox will do, and boom, mm-hmm. you, you, you've won. You know, yeah, I think you've won. I don't, I don't know why yeah, they don't, why they don't really take agree. it. Just It's like they're so close, but they're always lagging a little bit behind. It, well – are they lagging because of they're still trying to protect their investment in conventional cable technology and not embracing broadband, on-demand, you know, internet type stuff? I think they're. I think they're. I think, I think, streams I think, any way they can. I, yeah, I think it's a win-win situation. I mean, I don't think you're going to convert everybody right away to, you know, broadband HD content, but you know, I don't know. On those March 6th iPod, iPhone, whatever <laughs> gets coming out. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. All right, so, so I did – go ahead. I was going to go to the next topic. Well, do you know I, mean? I have another topic, but it's probably – it'll be real quick. What's your other topic? Well, since I've – since our last podcast, I purchased a digital SLR camera. Did you? Which I've been talking about, probably ad nauseum. At work, and I love it. It is the best thing ever. I will tell you. I will tell anyone who is listening to the sound of my voice, which is it's me. <laughs> that that digital SLR is just so much far better than point and shoot. Now, 
point-and-shoot is very nice, and I still, you know, like my point-and-shoot that I can stick in my pocket and I can walk around with, and no one knows I have a camera. But um, the digital SLR is so nice in that the things that the point-and-shoot suffer from, like, you know, lag and and kind of limited, some, some limited performance and low light and so on, uh, man, the, the digital SLR is just so much nicer. I mean, when you hit the shutter, it's it's snapped. It's no, you know, focus takes a few half, you know, hundredth of a second to focus, and then bam, it's just snapped. So, um, I bought a Nikon D40 kit, which came with a 18 to 55 millimeter lens, and then last weekend I picked up a 55 to 200 millimeter lens, and it's just great. <laughs> I love it. I'm real happy with your purchase. Yeah. You've really. Yeah, but it, it's an entry level. It's an entry level DSLR. Have you taken any pictures? It, any, like like uh, celestial. <laughs> Why yes, I have. <laughs> Do tell. You can find my celestial pics at www.wslf.com/gallery2. <laughs> yes. All right. Next next topic. It's, what you well, got? it goes along the lines of your new camera purchase. They're beginning to have cameras okay. out there that do the geocoding that have GPSs built into them. Right. I love that. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, that is that that is cool. So that, you know, bam, yeah. it's automatically geocoded and that's tagged in the photo so that you could tie all those together and like a little virtual trip around the world. Yeah, well, uh, Flickr has support for that right now that some cameras, um, it's, you can actually get a chip that, that, that goes in. Either Some of them have them embedded. And, um, yeah, so Flickr already supports that. I know that the Nikon point-and-shoots have um, a feature that I actually like is Wi-Fi. So on the point-and-shoots, uh, the minute you come inside of a wireless network, uh, your photos get automatically uploaded to, like, a Flickr or... You know, some place where some server, which is kind of nice, and they've actually got even if your camera doesn't support uh, Wi-Fi, which I think is a limited number right now. I know Nikon's got a couple of models. I think Canon's got a couple of models, but there's something called the i2. I think it's i2. Um, it's basically a two gigabyte uh, SD card that's got Wi-Fi in it. So what you do is you you take the you get the card from you plug it in this little reader that they give you, and you plug the reader into the computer, and you run this software for Mac or PC, and you program the chip with where do you want to send the images. You can send them to email, you can send them to Flickr, you can send them to a whole list of these other these different sites, uh, photo hosting sites. And once you have it programmed, you take the you take the um, <laughs> what are you sending me? <laughs> Nothing. You take the um, oh man, my nose itches. You take the uh, cards, put it in your, put it in your, um, put it in your. Uh, oh look at that! As your moon, I just sent you moon. I just mooned you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, you put the card in your in your um, you put the card in your um, camera. Take your pictures. The minute you finish taking pictures and come within the contact of any. Wi-Fi, either open or uh, something you pro- pre-program, it will uh, 
send them up to the site, and you're good to go. I think that's pretty cool. I think those embedded uh, Wi-Fi devices like that, or those SD cards, are um, are just going to prove, you know, the wireless infiltration that is going to continue to happen. Oh yeah, and these cards aren't expensive. Yeah. I mean, they're not. I mean, they're more expensive than a regular SD. I mean, you know, a normal two gig SD is anywhere from fifteen to twenty five dollars. These are a hundred dollars, but. Yeah. When you got to think of the mi- the microelectronics that you have in the card, I mean, you have a Wi-Fi chip or an antenna in the damn in the damn chip. I know. I'm with you, man. You got uh, me. That's pretty it's cool. Wi-Fi and it's wafer thin. It is wafer thin. So anyway, <laughs> what else we got? Uh, talking about your stupid multi-touch technology. Oh boy, what? I don't know. I'm convinced that that's just gonna. I, part of me says that's gonna take over the world. Part of me says, where else would you use it? Uh, well, I don't know if necessarily multi-touch is gonna take over the world. I do think that Microsoft, um, like their table. Yeah, the table I think has a lot of. A lot of potential. Okay, uh, I mean, Apple's doing it on a smaller scale um, than something as elaborate as a table. You know, so Apple's getting it into their phone and their laptops. So that's fun, and they're learning how to handle that. Microsoft, on the other hand, has a table that is that big. But one thing that Microsoft does that the Apple products don't at this time is integration with, you know, multi-platform devices. So you have a cell yeah. phone. You have a camera that you put on the table, and the table detects, hey, I've got, uh, you know, um, a camera on me. I'm going to connect, download the pictures, throw the pictures on the table next to the camera in digital format, and then you can sit there and rotate and save whatever. That's pretty that's, that's pretty yeah. high tech. Um, I even think you can put down your credit card. If you like in a restaurant, you put a credit card on a particular part of the table, and the transaction goes through. I mean, I think I'm not sure if that's actually available now, but or I may be in test. But I mean, that's 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 pretty high tech. So at, I do. Yeah, think if you look at some of the demo videos, especially for Microsoft of their multi-text tables, I mean, it is amazing what they're attempting to do. You know, and it's all in its infancy. But yeah, I mean, that that's some pretty yeah. cool stuff. Well, you look at you look at like. You know where where how far reaching this could 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 um, make its way into. So definitely entertainment. So restaurants, bars, you know this type of thing. But then you look at okay, how will the medical field? How can the medical field benef- benefit from this? You know, um, you know what other things can you incorporate in this? I mean, will they have like a multi-touch operating table that you know you lay your patient on, and the table actually can now sense different information like heart rate and kind of like if you look at it kind of like oh, yeah. track you know you lay your patient out on this multi-touch or this multi um you know multi-point but sensor he- which is a table and then now you have you know t- body temperature heartbeat possibly like an ekg you know uh, so you can see someone's heart heart rhythms 
So, I mean, in the medical field, something like that is it would be invaluable. Literally, it is like Star Trek. You know, you sit there and you lay down on the bed and it starts, boom, boom, you know, showing you a little, you know, your, you know. So, in the medical field, so... So the medical field, and then you look at like education. How will this be? Hang on a second. Uh oh. Uh oh. I had to use your cough button. He's using his cough button. Yeah. So you know, you look at any. uh, (laughs) (laughs) The noise you make just before you hit the cough button is priceless. You look at um, you know, yeah. You look at like education, you know. How well, I think be? of it from the medical facility of a, like having it hanging on the wall, and then instead of the old-fashioned popping the X-rays up onto a little, you know, little uh, uh, lighted background, boom, X-rays pop up. They can just flip through them with a finger. They could zoom in, you know, those kind of things like that right, are are, right. are are what fascinates me. Yeah, even in like education, say you go to a library and you bring a laptop or you bring a Kindle or some type of portable device and you go to the library, rather than going out and, you know, picking up a book, you basically, you know, interact with the table, pulling up documents, doing searches, getting information, and then when you want to save this information to a device, you just drag the information with your finger to the device. It copies it on it, and you go on your merry mm-hmm. way. Now, granted, now granted, with the internet, you'll probably have email. There'll probably be, you know, virtual disks that are your virtual disk online that you necessarily won't be copying it to a a device that's as such. But military, you know, I'm sure there's military. Oh, well, like on an aircraft carrier. Think about an aircraft carrier. What are they always doing? They're always, yeah, they always have these, these large tables and laid out in the, you know, in the operations room that show where all of the flights are, where all of the decks, you know, uh, where everything is on the deck. All that could be, all of that could right. be a multi-touch device. One big multi-touch device that has a schematic of the, of the deck of the ship. And then you have, you know, using RFID and other tracking devices, you could have real time instead of these guys actually moving these pieces like they do now. It's all automated, you know. It put it it shows them exactly where the yeah. plane is, and then they can they could touch where they want the plane to be, and then it would send the information to. You know, I mean, yeah, the military. Yeah, I think military would love that. Yeah, and I'm and I mean, I really think that Apple, you know, although they 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 marketed it well, and you know, when you when you when you hear someone say multi-touch, most people think of the iPhone. But in relation to what Microsoft has done, and I'm, you know, I guess I'm looking at Microsoft as being possibly the more, you know, I- innovative product is not only is it multi-touch where you can touch a surface and rotate, um, rotate objects, you know, photos, uh, text or whatnot. The Microsoft device actually has, you know, hooks outside of itself. Where I can, you know, like I said, well, I can connect to your camera, I can connect to your credit card, I can, and that's really what's, you know, really innovative. Oh yeah, I want one. So, yeah, I, I don't know when. I mean, I, I guess eventually, like <clears throat> uh, your high-end casinos may start having. That's what they or? said. Would the first ones would show up would be at casinos, which is just amazing yeah. to me that that's where this fabulous new technology is going to show up first. 
Yep. Then again, that's probably the easiest thing to show up at. Well, I think that's where you'd you'd have the most exposure. Well, it, maybe? it makes sense know. though, really, for a casino because like like table games. Uh, if you had a this multi-touch, you know, uh, digital table, then they're constantly in the casinos rearranging what the coolest game is. So, like, you oh, know, yeah. you may have ten blackjack tables and two Let It Ride and two Caribbean Stud and, you know, two Texas Hold'em Poker. But then all of a sudden people all night long are playing, you know, both tables of the the Caribbean Stud Poker are completely full. Well, with, you know, a couple of settings changes, you know, the two tables that nobody was at at blackjack now become two more Caribbean Stud tables. And they could just oh, yeah. totally rearrange oh, yeah. and manipulate the entire gaming table, depending on what is popular that night. Yep. Uh, I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know how many times I've been and you know seen fifteen people standing around one table and nobody standing around the one right next to it. Yeah, different different games. Yep. So, but it makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely think it's it's you know, multi-touch. You know. I think the Microsoft Multitouch definitely has a lot of... Where can of, we see one? Where can we go play with one? I guess CES, huh? Wouldn't CES have... Uh, I need to call man, call my little friend over there at, at Microsoft who sent me the Bomber uh, <laughs> autograph thing and say, Hey, can you send me a well, thing? I, I mean, you don't even have to send it. I want to know where one... Well, like, Where's the closest one to us? I want to go play with one. Ooh, yeah. if we got Eddie yeah. on that, he'd, oh, he'd yeah. have oh, to yeah. have he'd one. All, oh, he'd be all over it. That would. He would be all. He would be yeah, all over. That would it. be funny. All right. <laughs> I got I got duplicates in my email. Damn multi touch. <laughs> oh God. Oh well. It's been quiet down there lately. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's this calm before the you storm. You think so? Now. Oh, I'm sure it is. He's already asked me like three times. Can I put 1.4 on my machine? On my, on and you my said, phone? when's 1.4? When did it come out? Yesterday. <laughs> I told him, I said, no. What? Not for Why a few not? days. Because last time they did that, they had nothing but problems. <laughs> so I said, no. I said, don't. Do it. It's up to you. You do it and you fix it. I agree. But, you know, I, I'm really, really hopeful that um, March 6th. <laughs> With third, with third party, with third party apps come out and how many times know, have you said March sixth during this podcast? The the Messiah will come. <laughs> the Messiah will March sixth. <laughs> what's third what's party happening apps? on March sixth? Uh, you hmm. know, there's a press conference. No, it's a what is it? It's not a press conference. It's a town. It's a town. I'm meeting. going to that town meeting. I'll yeah. be there. I'm not going. Oh, I know you're not going. <laughs> vacation time. I'm saving it all for South America. Yeah, when do you leave? Uh, the 18th of March. Oh, like three weeks. All right, that's cool. So. Yeah. I'm going to Skype from the boat. The Skype uses really? port 80, right? So, because yeah. I've, I've tried to, I've tried to VPN from the sh- ship on the satellite connection. And I think uh-huh. they only are allowing like port 80. Port four four three, port twenty five, 
through on the ship. Because if you read the documentation on the stuff on the ship, it says you can check your email, uh, you can surf the web, and, and that's basically all it says you can do. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm thinking, and I never could establish a VPN connection. So I uh, I'm thinking that uh, they they they're blocking everything except just the basics to try to keep people from doing yeah. crazy stuff. Well, actually, no. Skype uses another port besides. Well, but when Amy. Skype came out, though, that was the big thing with Skype. Yeah, Skype uses port. Um, let's see here. What does Skype use? Skype uses. Oh, Skype uses. Um, Skype doesn't. It uses fifty something. Yeah, but. No, I know what you're saying, but it uses port. Um, yeah, incoming port is forty-seven three three four. So you could, I guess you could change that, perhaps. Let's see, Skype. Where's my Skype settings? Because no, don't don't kill. I'm the not connection. gonna kill the connection, listeners. If we go dark all of a sudden, it's because I killed the connection. <laughs> we Options, uh, Skype. Yeah, you go to general, general tab. tab. Actually, actually, no, it's the advanced. Tab. Advanced. Because when it's Skype came advanced. out, that was one of its its selling points. Is that it was used no goofy ports as long as port eighty was open, you could still yeah. do. Well, I mean, maybe you can change that port to be something totally different, and as long as you have both, wow, maybe oh. both clients hitting. There you go. It says use port two twenty eight sixty six for incoming connections, but then mine's checked that says use port eighty and four four three as alternatives for incoming connections. Well, there, there you go, there you go. So I guess you could use it. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, so you could probably use that there. Yeah. I'm gonna try it. See, cool. If you, uh, get me someplace from the Tierra del Fuego. That's pretty cool. I want to. Have you ever fooled around? I guess you've never fooled around. Have you ever fooled around with Photoshop? Yeah, a little bit. Yep. I, I want to buy it, but it's, it's expensive. Yeah. But they have. They've got. Adobe mm-hmm. has all kinds of, of like, yeah, there's, there's Photoshop elements. Yeah, you can get. I have that. And, are you, are you, I never you even do? loaded it. So what, what, what I don't know. I, I bought the the combo. You could get Photoshop elements and the movie um, Premiere. Yeah, where, where is it? I have uh, Adobe. No, that's not it. Anyway, yeah, I bought the 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 yeah the Premiere elements and the Photoshop elements. Combination. Yeah. Why, now, why'd you buy? Why'd you, what made you buy that? Um, well, because if you bought just Premiere Elements, it was like seventy dollars or eighty dollars, and they right. had this bundle where you could buy you get both for like a hundred dollars. So I got both just because it seemed like a good deal. Individually, each one of them was like seventy bucks or something. And you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you have never loaded Adobe. No. Yeah, I'm either gonna buy Adobe Elements or Apple's got a pro package, a pro app called um, Aperture, and it's supposed to be on the same caliber as Photoshop, but it's a lot cheaper. It's like $200 well, versus, you know, Photoshop 6 or $700. It would be interesting. Uh, have you been to CompUSA lately? I went to CompUSA three weeks ago, and it was bare. I went... Did I go this past weekend? Uh, I can't remember, I think it wasn't, no, it wasn't this past weekend, it was the weekend before last. And they still had a bunch of copies of, uh, was it Final Cut Pro? 
Yeah. Oh, really? Behind the counter. And they were like 50% off. Yeah. So, I mean, if yeah. you want to get serious with something, you might just get a steal on something, well, you know. I, did, I didn't see yeah. what, uh, what else well, they had, but I noticed that. I was like, ooh, somebody might get a good deal on that. When, yeah, when I went, they had, um, they didn't have really anything good. They had, like, some Apple Care for iPods. And, uh, I don't know if they had Final Cut when I went, but it was, it was pretty bare. I mean, they were selling off the phone system and, uh, there wasn't anything in the Mac kiosk. I mean, the kiosk was just basically just lifted up and taken oh, yeah. away. So. It's done. End of an era. Uh, oh, yeah. CompUSA is gone. Uh, now, what will be interesting to see is what's going to take over that spot. Cause that spot is actual, I would think, prime real estate. I'm putting a club there. Like a dance club? Yeah. I'm thinking oh, yeah. of opening a dance club there. Yeah. You know, hey, I, I just don't know who's going to take you over. You want to be my over. DJ? Yeah, I'll be DJ. <laughs> Come on, man. The, DJ WP? It'll be like uh, Studio 54, only we're not gay and we don't do drugs. Yeah. We could do that. The new Studio 54. You're not, you're not into yeah. that, are you? You're tired. No, I'm not into Studio 54. I, I would love to see a... um. Fries go there, and some people were saying, "Ah, eh, Fries may come to Baton Rouge," but I don't think that store is big enough for Fries. I don't think that's a big enough, you know, unless they build out somewhere, which there's not really that much room they can. I've never build been out. to a Fries. Oh man, Fries are just incredible. How big? I mean, how big is a Fries? I would assume it would be about the size of a CompUSA. Uh, no, no, Fries is about the size of a Walmart. You sh- no. No, no, uh, no! I swear to God Almighty. <laughs> I have to laugh, but no, no, uh, Fry's is about the size of a Walmart or, 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 you know, Best Buy. In fact, I think it's more along the size of a Walmart versus even bigger than a Best Buy because, dude, you can buy anything there from oscilloscopes, etching acid, to Macs, to PCs, to refrigerators. I'm out of etching acid. Well, I mean, no, I'm serious. I mean, if you want to buy heat grease or a processor or RAM or resistor or... You know, a Fibonacci machine. I tell you, yeah, hey, did oh. I tell you about my uh, my solar charger? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What you gonna do Charge with that? Things. Oh, very good. <laughs> uh, I haven't quite worked all the kinks out of it yet. It doesn't actually charge things yet. <laughs> all the pieces are in place, Ooh. but it doesn't quite work. I'm at fries.com right now. Yeah, see if they have like, or go like to YouTube and do a search for. They have fries. a 1.5 terabyte drive for 399 dollars. Yeah, it's it's sick when it comes to storage yeah. these days. I mean, it is just ridiculous. I have a 320 gig drive that's no bigger than a your thumb. Than my than my iPhone, you know. So it's crazy. All right, are we done? You don't have any more news? That's that's all you brought? Well, at least I talk non-Apple. <laughs> I talk non-Apple. Did you talk non-Apple? I did, what? too. I talked Nikon. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're right. And 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 I talked Microsoft. I, I brought up Microsoft. Oh. <laughs> Not as good as I did, though. Y- yeah, you, so. you did. I agree. I'm ready, yeah. I'm ready so, for the new Indiana so, Jones movie to come out. Yeah, I am too. That's going to be awesome. So we're done with podcasting. <laughs> no, we're not hey. done. We're done for tonight, maybe. Okay. But we're not done. It's only just begun. 
<laughs> I think we're going to get the hang of this one day. Yeah, 61 episodes. Yeah. So. There's something to be said for that. <laughs> 2000 fuck. I don't know. I don't know what. But there's something to be said for 61 episodes. I still yeah. like our closeout music. Oh, yeah. Closeout music's good. It's good stuff. Yep. Alright, here we go. Alright, well, let's fade away. <laughs>